Welcome to another episode of the Jam Pack Report today for February the 16th of 2021. Of course, my name is Samuel Adams and this is a daily gaming news podcast meant to bring you the hottest news you need to know from around the industry. Hosted on YouTube and podcast services around the world five days a week, it's your one-stop shop for everything you need to know. So if you enjoy the show and you like what you see, hit that subscribe button and keep coming back for more. However, we talked last week about the potential for a name change coming to Rainbow Six Quarantine because of, you know, the ongoing quarantines happening around the world. Very unfortunate situation for those that are working on this game over at Ubisoft, but it seems they have found a way forward. Meet Rainbow Six Parasite. During the course of editing this podcast, there was an update released from Ubisoft that Rainbow Six Parasite is not the official name for Rainbow Six Quarantine. In fact, Parasite is just being used for internal playtesting purposes, and so a new official announcement is going to be coming soon. So everything else that I say from this point on in the episode, go ahead and know that I did not know this was going to be uh, implemented or announced anytime in the next, you know, hour after I recorded, but I do think there's still a lot of good uh, tidbits to be shared with you all here. So I know that Rainbow Six Parasite is not the official name going forward, but you'll see what I think about it in just a moment. Now this is a report from Windows Central, but the original reporting came from Multiplayer First, who discovered these files, these assets, uploaded to the PlayStation Network ahead of the game's 1.01 launch patch, and it does feature the new branding that is going to be coming to the new game from Ubisoft. So there you have the PlayStation 4 dashboard icon, followed by the splash screen that will pop up after you select the game, and then you have the PlayStation Vita remote play functionality uh, described in this little diagram here here. So, who is this? This is Rainbow Six Siege Operator Ella, and it looks like she has been captured by the Parasite, which is over here on the right side of the screen. Uh, But personally, I like this branding better than the original. I think this is actually getting me more excited for this game. And to be fair, this does feel like a very, very large Uh, standalone DLC for Rainbow Six Siege. This doesn't feel like an entirely new game because, again, you have operators from Rainbow Six Siege here that are featured in the artwork, uh, and I think this is one of those games that was just not quite big enough to be the standout biggest game of Ubisoft's lineup for 2021. But I also don't think that it was small enough to be a free update or even a small paid DLC. I think it's something that is going to also bring in a different kind of audience. Uh, But when it comes to Rainbow Six Parasite, I love the name and I love the wordmark that's below the Rainbow Six logo. Uh, This brings a nefarious kind of feeling for me. This brings one uh, that is a mysterious source of some kind of, uh, of disruption in the natural order. It feels a lot more supernatural. It feels a lot more sci-fi based as compared to quarantine, which sounds like it's some kind of man-made weapons of warfare situation. All of that being said, the name was changed because of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, but if you're already seeing files uploaded to the PlayStation Network, I would say that some kind of announcement has to be coming within the next few days, if not today. Uh, And so keep your eye peeled just the one, though, not not your eyes. Keep keep the one eye peeled uh, on social media for some kind of announcement, because that's probably going to be coming uh, pretty, pretty soon, if I did have to guess. 
But moving on to the next topic of the day, Control has brought in a lot of money for Remedy Entertainment, who has just reported they had their most financially successful year ever in 2020. However, no new game was released, but DLC releases for Control and its inclusion in Xbox Game Pass kept it raking in the dough. According to GamesIndustry.biz, the company brought in 13.2 million euro in profit in the 12 months ending December 31st. 2019 saw them bring in just 6.5 million euro. The Ultimate Edition has just launched on the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X and S, bringing next-generation upgrades to one of 2019's biggest titles. Of course, right now, the Ultimate Edition of Control is free on the PlayStation Network through the PlayStation Plus promotions for February, if you do want to dive in and give it a look. But this is one of those situations where Control is a game that has legs, and the Alan Wake-based DLC certainly did bring a big boon to the game, but on top of that, people have been continuously talking about just how good the game is. Even outside of its next-generation upgrades, it was one of the best-looking games on last-generation hardware that wasn't a God of War or a Spider-Man, where it could take advantage of the full optimization of being exclusive. Now, there was also a bit of negative press as well that came with the Ultimate Edition of the game uh, that was addressing how it was being sold. There were no free upgrades for original owners of the game, the longtime supporters, in other words. Uh, and so that did bring a bit of heat to Remedy, but I don't think that's going to be something that impacts them deeply in the long run because they are still going to be doing some very impressive things. And I think, if anything, this shows that you aren't finished with control. I think that you are going to be seeing more control in the future, whether it comes through the form of some kind of DLC, uh, but more than likely it's going to be some kind of direct sequel. So that's exciting as well, uh, but there's a lot of potential over at Remedy right now. There's a lot of hype surrounding that company, uh, and I think there are plenty of new opportunities to make some fantastic experiences in the future, and now they have the capital to do so because that company is continuing to bring in the money. Much like Nintendo, who was also bringing in the money thanks to Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury, because it is the third largest Mario game launched on Switch to date. It sits just behind Super Mario 3D All-Stars and Super Mario Odyssey in the Switch Mario lineup, but in terms of sales, the game's physical sales were up 190% as compared to the game's original launch in 2013 on the Wii U, as reported on by GamesIndustry.biz. A couple of important things to note here. First and foremost, the Nintendo Switch has a much, much, much larger install base. You will see this same scenario played out time and time again. It does not matter what game you release on the Nintendo Switch that was also on the Wii U, it will sell better because there are simply more people that are willing and able to buy games on the Nintendo Switch. Of course, I would be remiss to not mention the ongoing pandemic. That's also keeping people home. Instead of having people go out and buy drinks and go see movies, you have people that are staying at home in their pajamas playing video games. And so that will also uh, encourage sales across the board. And we've seen that over the past few months as well as earnings calls have come in and shown that gaming is bigger than ever. It's also a big win for Nintendo because the Nintendo Switch continues to dominate in terms of units sold as compared to Sony and Microsoft, even with the launch of the next generation consoles. Because those production pipelines are so constrained right now, and because there is such a limited number of consoles available on the market, Nintendo kind of, in a way, has 
uh, not Monopoly, Monopoly, where if you do want a new console and you need one instantaneously, you can keep your eye on the social media platforms, on stock reports uh, for a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X or S, but it's much easier to just go out and buy a Nintendo Switch or a Nintendo Switch Lite. And with a huge catalog of games, a lot of ports from big, big games last gen, there's a lot uh, to experience on Nintendo's piece of hardware, including Mario games, and so that install base will continue to grow, uh, and so you see just continued success time and time again. But Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury is doing very, very well, even though it is basically just a re-release of the 2013 Wii U game with a bit of DLC sprinkled in. I've heard people saying it takes between two and three hours to complete, so take that for what you will. But it is doing very, very well, and I suspect it will continue to do very, very well in the years ahead. But if you are looking for more of a gritty kind of experience to dive into, Metro Exodus is getting its next-gen upgrade, and there are plenty of big enhancements coming to the game. There is an entire list that was shared on the official blog, which I believe you can find over on... Ooh, let me see if I can find a link. I'll put a link down below in the description that's outside of this Windows Central report. Uh, but a new blog post details pretty much all of the enhancements you are going to be seeing, and they include stuff like reduced load times, multiple levels of ray tracing in nearly every element of the game, advanced ray tracing reflections on PC that go above and beyond what is going to be available on next generation consoles, 4K textures are supported, spatial audio and controller latency improvements are coming to Xbox, DualSense is getting support, the Series S is going to be running at 1080p while the Series X and PlayStation 5 are going to be getting 4K support. It does have an adjustable FOV and it's coming available uh, later this year as a free upgrade. This is going to be a truly, truly good looking game for those that haven't played Metro Exodus. It is gorgeous, and it was gorgeous on last generation hardware, but when you see these next generation upgrades, this is one of those post-apocalyptic experiences that is going to be, I think, personally, revolutionary for the perception of next generation hardware. If it is implemented properly, these next gen improvements are going to truly make the next gen consoles look like they're meant to look. This could be one of the first big games that gets an upgrade that really foundationally shifts the quality of the game and it was already good to begin with uh, so I'm looking forward to checking this out I've never been a big Metro guy but I might dive in and check this out just because these next generation upgrades sound so impressive uh, like I said there are multiple levels of ray tracing where you see uh, natural snow formations that are getting ray traced you see uh, the various puddles that are getting ray traced lighting is getting ray traced uh, and then on the PC that goes even further with advanced ray tracing uh, and so there's so much to be had here no matter Matter where you are playing and again it is a free upgrade for existing owners I know the Metro Exodus I feel like it was included in Game Pass at some point along the way but I might be thinking about uh, Last Light in 2033 Redux um, however regardless looking forward to seeing if this game is going to be just as good as I think that it will be and boy I do think it's going to be pretty pretty good but to round out today's show, Overcooked All You Can Eat comes to last generation console, Switch, and PC later this year. And in fact, it's just a couple of weeks away, coming on March 23rd for the low, low price of $40. 
This game originally released on the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and S last year, but it does include Overcooked 1 and 2 alongside some extra accoutrements, if you will. Did you like that? I was proud of that one. Uh, but it features 200 levels, 80 chefs, new achievements, and plenty of accessibility options, and cross-platform multiplayer is on the way, and it's going to be implemented in a post-launch update to be released sometime in the near future. But Overcooked is a fantastic little party game if you have a family. Uh, it's a great one to kind of sit around the TV and enjoy after dinner. Whatever you might be doing, it's a fun one to dive into. And it does have that kind of stressful cooking mama vibe uh, mixed with some local couch co-op. Uh, that is something that I think a lot of us can enjoy right now. But if you do want to dive into Overcooked All You Can Eat, it's out now on PS5 and Xbox Series X and S, but it's coming to last-gen Switch and PC on March the 23rd. But that rounds out today's episode of the Jam Pack Report. If you enjoyed today's show, drop me a like down below and let me know what you think about everything we talked about here today. But specifically, how do you feel about Rainbow Six Parasite? Would love to hear what you think about the new name, the new design, let me know your thoughts. Uh, but until tomorrow, you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon, and peace.